Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on October 29th, 2023. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you'd like to contribute financially to help sustain the ministries at St. Mark's, you'll find more information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Audrey Lukasek with the Gospel reading. The Holy Gospel for this day, Reformation Sunday, is written in the Gospel of St. Matthew, the 22nd chapter. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked Jesus a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Of these two commandments hang all the laws and the prophets. Now while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them this question. What do you think of the Messiah? Whose son is he? They said to him, the son of David. Jesus said to them, how is it then that David by the spirit calls him Lord saying, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If David thus calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one was able to give Jesus an answer, nor from that day did anyone dare to ask him any more questions. The Gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. I invite you to pray with me. Spirit of the living God, come now and grow our faith, deepen our hope, come and strengthen our love and water in each of us a desire to be your faithful family forever. This we pray in Jesus' name, amen. So have you ever asked yourself the question, what was I made for? Now, a couple weeks ago, some of us were at Holden Village, and we watched a movie of a company that had closed in Ohio and then was purchased from China. And in that movie, the owner or the leaders of the company, now China-owned, said, we are made for work. Someone in the gathered uh, community as we were watching is saying, Oh, no, we aren't. We are not made for work. We are made for something different. Now, some of you may find yourself that maybe in between jobs and you finally land at a job where you said, this is an exact place of where my gifts can be. My gifts can be used. And sometimes we feel that there is a purpose in doing the kind of work that we are doing. But what is it that we really are made 
4. Today on this Reformation Sunday, when we remember our Lutheran heritage, we recall Martin Luther, who he followed his call to be in ministry, serving God's church. But in that time, he was wrestling with this question, what are we made for? And he went through a transformation as he read scriptures and realized what the church was really teaching was being missed. He read these words from Romans, Paul's letter to the Romans, of where it is by faith, it is the gift of grace. That is what we have been saved from. It is truly a gift that God has given us. It's not about our good deeds and our works, and it's not about giving money to the church or our penance, but rather, God has loved us so much that God gives us a gift of grace. And again, that was so eye-opening to Luther, Martin Luther, and what did he do that empowered him to bring about reform and change? to the church, and that is part of our legacy of being having Lutheran in our identity. It is that we are saved. We are, by God's grace, made whole because it is a gift of love. We are made for love. Some of you have seen the Barbie movie. Anybody want to identify that they have seen the Barbie movie? And you're saying, how does this have to do with today's service? Well, if you have seen it, and if you haven't, we are going to be having conversations on this in a couple weeks, because in that movie, like Martin Luther, Barbie went through a transformation. In the end song, it says, you were made for this. She had heard what her creator had made her for. And like Barbie's creator and Martin Luther's creator, both of them come to the same conclusion. You were made to love. And when you are made for love, you really truly live in a new way. So come in a couple of weeks to the conversation. There are about 14 different theological conversations and themes in that movie because it does speak about how all of us can be transformed and how God continues to help us to grow and to be changed, to be in what we are in relationship a relationship with God, but also about what we are made for, and that is to love. Today, following this service at 11 o'clock, we are gathering together 11 of our young people who were baptized, nine of the 11 were baptized here at St. Mark's. And today, they are coming together to affirm their baptism. Their parents and their sponsors spoke for them at that time, bringing them to the font to be adopted by as God's own children. But today they are saying yes to God. 
This is the God that I believe. This is the God who has created me. This is what I want to continue to be on this path of what it means to be a faithful, beloved child of God. Today, as they affirm their baptism, it is a time in which it also is a reminder of our own baptism and what it means to be a beloved, baptized child of God. At the time of their baptism, their sponsors and parents made these promises, but we too, as a community of faith, were part of making sure that all of these promises could be done. We all know that it takes a village to raise a child, and it's important for us to be part of nurturing their faith. In that baptismal services, we, the promises that we gave to these children were that we would live among God's faithful people, we would bring them to the Word of God and the Holy Supper, we would create an environment to teach the Creed and the Lord's Prayer, the Ten Commandments, and we place their hands of the Holy Scripture, and we nurture them in a faith and prayer so that they may come to learn and trust God, and that they too can proclaim Christ through word and deed and care for others and the world God made and to work for justice and peace. Yesterday, as we were gathered for lunch, followed by kind of orientating them to the service, Inga Lori had reminded them, this is not graduation from church. Some think that, oh, okay, now I don't have to come to church or Sunday school or any of those things. But no, it's one step, a milestone in their faith journey. It is a time of where, at the beginning of the service, I share this prayer of where we do identify when we come together to hear God's word and to learn. We are inviting God to help us to grow in our faith. It's a lifelong process. And again, today, as the kids gather together and we bless them and pray for them, we promise that we will continue to be here for them and that they are now part of this community in a new way as a confirmed, baptized child of faith as part of St. Mark's. The beauty of this day, it does also give us opportunity to remember our own baptism and also what it means, of what it means to be a beloved child of God. Today in our gospel story, we are reminded of what we were made for. In the gospel story where Jesus was being tested, and sometimes when I hear those words that Jesus was tested, I feel I'm in good company. Because isn't it true that we are all tested at different times in life? But Jesus responded when asked that question, what is the greatest commandment? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul and your mind. But let's face it, doing that 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 days a week, year, sometimes it can be really hard. When life is going well, we have no problem of trusting and loving God. And yet, even in those times where we have challenges or are struggling with our faith or the question, 
That is also when we can grow the most spiritually and discover that God comes to us. Sometimes it's a member of our faith community, but sometimes it's just someone coming and reflecting God's love with them. But Jesus also went on that you must also love your neighbor as yourself. I appreciate the First Nations version that says, you must love your fellow human beings in the same way as you love yourself. Too many times when we hear the word neighbors, we think of the people who live on either side of us, either in front of us or behind, and thinking those are the people that we are to love. But in this translation, we are to love all of humanity. Sometimes that's easier than other times. This past fall, many of us have been reading or have had the opportunity at PLU to hear the author of Jacqueline Bussey, who has written the book about love without limits. And she said, there are no exceptions. We are to love all the humanity. At one of the churches that I've been part of, they had this outside their church doors that says, love your neighbor, even the ones who the, love your neighbor who doesn't look like you, think like you, love like you, speak like you, pray like you, and vote like you. Love your neighbor, no exceptions. Imagine what the world would be if we loved humanity with no exceptions. Imagine would we have the wars in Ukraine or would we have the wars in the Middle East? Would we have more resources if we truly loved all humanity and provided those resources to those who have mental health illness of where we might not have shootings like we did in Maine just recently? Or maybe even giving courage to those who make laws about what kind of guns we have that are accessible to people with mental health illness. Love humanity with our heart, soul, and mind, as well as loving God in this time. I remember hearing or this past week one of the people in our Bible study talked about after his transformation to faith and his love for God. He talked about his neighbor and how they did not get together or get along really well. But after his transformation, he had different eyes and a different heart to see the neighbor in new ways. And as a result, over the years, that relationship has changed. And now even when they have struggles or need help from one another, they come together out of love for neighbor. I remember a confirmation student who said, you know, I'm not sure if I really love God or not. And the teacher just tapped him on the shoulder and said, that's okay. If you're not loving God right now, I want to give you the reassurance that God doesn't stop loving you, even in those moments where you're not so sure. What a great comfort it is that we do have a God who keeps on loving us in despite all of our shortcomings. Love others as yourself. That is the other part of that verse, of that other part of the commandment. 
And let's face it, there are times in all of our spiritual journey in life that we might have a hard time loving ourselves. A friend of mine in South Africa, a colleague, above the door as they enter in their church, it's etched in these words of born in love, for love, to love. Alan suggests that you post this on your mirror so that when you wake up in the morning, you are reminded of who you are as a beloved child of God, but and also to be reminded what you were made for, what difference it might mean seeing that on your mirror even when you go to bed, to know that God continues to love you and is with you. So today, as we again affirm our, be reminded of our own baptism, and as we celebrate with these young people who are saying yes to God, they will be reminded again of God's great grace as a gift. And as they go on their ways and journey forward in life, they will be reminded again, what are we made for but to love? to love God, but to love all of humanity. And that these words, as we heard in the psalm today, of where God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And in those times of where they may, or for any of us to experience the, the struggles in life, may God's arms surround us, kind of like these quilts that wrap around people who are in trouble and in need as a reminder that God is with us always. And in those times of where we may have uncertainty or feeling somewhat anxious, may we breathe in these words of be still then and know that I am God. For God is with us at all times, day and night, all through life, even in death, but may we be reminded that God's love for us and that God's grace for us is truly a gift. Thanks be to God. Amen. You've been listening to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. Thanks for joining us.